0: welcome to the divine restoration podcast today's story is a little different from episode one it's a little more personal although god sending his son jesus to die on the cross for you and me you can't really get any more personal than that so if you missed it do me a favor and please go back to it at some point it will only take you 15 minutes This is a story about my day yesterday and how I saw God in every aspect. No worries. I won't share all the details, like how I seem to be the only one in the house to change a toilet paper roll in the bathroom. God's not really in that. At least I don't think he is. To be honest, I really don't know what I'm doing here. I just spent the last week in an intense meditation with God and an unintentional fasting that prompted this podcast after I got baptized last Sunday. Something I never thought I would do in a million years is this podcast. You see, I didn't go to seminary school, and I'm not a preacher. No, that would be my older brother. He was gifted the ability to take the word of God and transform it into a message to deliver to his church, as well as to minister to and walk alongside the soldiers and their families as an army chaplain. I wasn't very good in choir class, so I'm not a worship leader. That would be so cool, but no, that's not me either. That would be my baby brother. He was gifted a singing voice, a voice that is so pure and moving that whenever he opens his mouth to worship Jesus, I know he blesses his church like no other on Sunday mornings. I'm not like an elder who has the ability to place a healing hand over someone in prayer. You see, my sister is the one gifted with the healing touch as a massage therapist, and she does so in such a way that is curative physically and with such great compassion, So who am I? I'm just a girl, a child of God like you. You see, God gifts each of us in different ways, but we were all gifted when He created us in His image, and the ultimate gift when He sent His Son so we would have eternal life. My hope is that the stories I share with you will be a source of reassurance and comfort that will in turn stir in you grace and wonder. I met someone today. Her name is Jenny. Jenny is one of the kindest, most gentle humans I've ever met. I came upon her by accident. I attended a staff prayer and worship gathering at church this morning, and while I was still on the west side of town, I wanted to pick up some gift cards for some very special people who have recently not just touched my life, but saved my life. I know, no simple gift card could ever repay them, but nonetheless, it was what I thought I could do. So not really being familiar with this side of town, I yelped coffee shops, trying to stay away from Dutch Brothers, as I hear some may not think it's the best despite what their visiting sister thinks. I found a few options. Went into the strip mall just down the street from church where I found a coffee shop with good reviews. This was perfect. I pulled into the parking lot, cautiously advancing, looking for the business I was seeking. I saw the sign on the road, but wasn't exactly sure where the storefront was. I was looking for the orange jet set coffee sign on the face of the building and as I was approaching an older man in a car in front of me facing me head on just before he's about to turn into his parking spot rolls down his window and points at me. That was odd I thought. Wonder what he wants to get my attention for. I look around my car make sure I'm not blocking anyone from trying to back out of their parking spot. Everything seemed okay So I pulled into the spot next to him, and I went, and when I got out of my car, he says to me, you're going the wrong way. I thought to myself, really? You don't even know where I'm going. How do you know I'm going the wrong way? I looked at him puzzled. He proceeded to tell me I just drove down a one-way lane and pointed to the faded arrow on the parking lot surface. Oops, my mistake. I said, I'm sorry. I've never been in this parking lot before, so I didn't realize that it was there. I sure hope it didn't put you out any. Honestly, I thought I would receive a response of, it's okay, now you know for next time. But instead, he grabbed his item out of the trunk of his car, slammed the door down, and mumbled something as he walked off angrily. Oops again, I've really done something to irritate this guy, and I wasn't even trying to. I simply said, have a wonderful day, and God bless you. This time, though, I said it not snarky as I may have in the past but from a place of newfound joy from Jesus. It felt so good. I just feel bad for the employee at the cartridge shop who was now going to have to face the wrath of this grumpy old guy. Thankfully, the barista in the coffee shop was a much more pleasant person to interact with. So I got the gift cards and went on my way. You see, prior to this past week, a situation like that, let me tell you, I seem to run into a lot of angry, dumb people. This would have bothered me to no end. First, in my response to the gentleman, I likely would have had said the same words I just said to him, but with a tone of, how dare you? Who do you think you are speaking to me this way? I would have called my husband right away and let him have it. I would have dwelled on this silly little interaction for at least a couple days. But this time was different. I said my piece to this man and actually smiled and prayed. I said, God, I can see the devil at work here, and he's not going to win with you by my side. So just stay right here, okay? I still needed another gift card and found a super cute cafe about 10 minutes up the road. The place is called The Game House. So I followed my Waze app because, like I said, I'm I'm from the east side and southeast. Actually, suburbs of southeast. So I really don't have the slightest clue when it comes to the streets of Beaverton. I found the place in the shopping area, uh, and it looked super cool and hip. I was so excited that I found something like this to be able to bless someone with a gift card to this place. I got out of my car and got this overwhelming, uneasy feeling. I have no idea what it was about, but I started to have a minor paranoia when I saw some gentleman walk next to my car. Let me back up a few nights ago when I had a, had trouble sleeping. I had a dream, not a good dream one of those disturbing dreams that while you're in it you try as hard as you can just to open your eyes one that gives you night sweats and goosebumps and causes wrinkles in your forehead from grimacing in this dream my son was with me we saw a sign for free bread not just any free bread jimmy john's free bread those of you who like jimmy john's know what i'm talking about and to get it for free total score so we had walked down some stairs to get the free bread luke grabbed his piece I took mine and we started back up the stairs but something happened in the split of a second Luke was no longer by my side he was taken away and he wasn't taken by a human he was pulled by this light force into a door and the door shut and would not open I don't watch horror movies for this very reason I don't like the disturbed feeling I get sick to my stomach and heavy on my heart so where in the world did this dream come from As I tried to find ways to get him without success, my biggest fear was that he was alone and scared. It was quite awful. To make matters worse, somehow I was also working that day and had responsibilities at work and just then a code alarm rang. We were being called to a delivery for a footling breach and a baby was coming precipitously. Torn between finding my son and my duties in my job, of course during my dream, my gut told me, run to the code alarm. There you can do something. At this moment, there's nothing you can do for Luke. So my team and I ran to room 3K13, and as we walked in, I put on my gloves and expected to have to resuscitate a baby. This is something my team and I prepare for all the time. This is our job. It's what we do. All the necessary equipment is ready. We all have our roles with myself as the lead, and it just works. But this time was different. We walked into the delivery room, ran to the mother's bed to see if the baby had been born yet. But the mother was sitting across the room. No one was around the bed. It was so weird. It was then that I looked down and saw what appeared to be an alien. I'm pretty sure in my dream I said, what the hell is this? How am I supposed to resuscitate an alien? And do I even want to? Thank the Lord I woke up just after that image. I looked at the clock next to my bed. It was 2 a.m. Seriously? Seriously? I finally fell asleep, but had this god-awful dream, and now I have to try to rest my eyes again? What should I expect this time? So of course, like many of us, I turned to social media. And as I'm scrolling through social media, I see a post that was shared from an older neighbor of mine. It was a screenshot of a text message. This message says, you've been given a compliment. Click the link below to find out from who. Then big words typed above, Warning, tell your daughters do not click this link. It is human trafficking scheme and they can track your phone if you do. Well, crap. I got that message two weeks ago. The first time I deleted it because it seemed odd. The second time I opted to try to open it because it looked very similar to the Kudos system that we use at work. So I thought maybe they were now using our phones rather than email to compliment us. So now I was worried and a little scared. I talked about this to my husband this morning because human trafficking is so real And we can't look the other way and say this isn't in my backyard because it very much is every single day. So we talked about ways to protect ourselves and our families, and I felt a little more at ease. So back to the game house. Again, as I got out of my car, I had a sense of uneasiness. I saw a man walking and became very skeptical of what he was doing around my car. I thought to myself, Amy, you're just being silly. But nonetheless, it wasn't a good feeling. And to be in a part of town I'm so unfamiliar with? I told myself, don't be afraid. God is with you. But be alert and be aware of your surroundings. I walked to the game house, but the sign on the door said they don't open until 11. That was a bummer. Do I walk back to my car and wait a half an hour? But that's where the creepy guys are standing. I looked at the business next door and went in to sit down. Jenny greeted me and I said hello. Is it okay if I sit here for a minute to warm up? She said, absolutely. Will you be needing anything from us today? Well, I'm not sure. I'm not a vegan, and I'm not familiar with what you have. She explained to me what sets her coffee apart from the others. I thanked her and told her, actually, I was just waiting for the business next door to open so I could get some coffee gift cards for a dear friend. She informed me that her neighbor business really wasn't the best place to get coffee. They're more of a diner, and proceeded to tell me how her coffee is from sisters and how she prefers it over anything else. So I walked up to the counter with her and she shared with me some of her favorite treats. I decided to order a drink, an oat milk latte. I've heard they're pretty good. She said yes, but I'm not vegan, but I like that one. We laughed. Here we were, two of us, standing in a vegan coffee shop, neither of us vegan. I will absolutely have a cup of coffee from you and can you please get me a gift certificate? When I went to pay, I saw a sign, a sign that read, please be patient with us as most of our staff are partially or completely blind. I thought, wow, that's interesting. She just took care of me without me really realizing this. I got my oat milk latte, which is delicious by the way, even if you're not vegan, and excused myself to the restroom while she was making the gift certificate. Take that back. She actually had to have somebody else make the gift certificate. Anyway, on my way back to the restroom, I thought, wow, here I was just coming into the business almost as an escape from whatever was bothering me outside and to warm up a little. But this girl did something more for me that day. Her gentleness and kindness spoke volumes to my heart. When I returned to the counter, tears filled my eyes. I thanked her for serving me and asked if she would do me a favor. Will you take a picture with me? She replied, you want a picture with me? I said, yes, you have been so kind to me this morning when I was having a little bit of a rough day and I want to capture that moment. She said, okay, but you'll have to direct me to where you want to go because I'm blind. (laughs) Another customer heard this conversation and quickly stood up to capture our picture. It was a beautiful moment in a vegan dairy-free coffee shop with Scandinavian traditions and Oregon-inspired ingredients. Not only did the security and warmth of the building bring me comfort in that moment, but her kindness did as well. I'm forever grateful to you, my new friend, Jenny. You see, God puts people in our lives for a reason. Some people come in the form of family or close friends to surround you with love and comfort. Other people like Jenny, a complete stranger on the opposite end of town. God had her there exactly where she needed to be that morning to tell me I was safe and that the fear the devil was attempting to instill in me was not allowed in that place. He is made new, warm, holy, and pure. You see, us as humans, we have a supernatural enemy whose aim is to use pain and confusion and delirium in an attempt to blind us and question our sanity. This enemy stirs with raging anger when he sees God's children doing the things bigger than themselves for the kingdom of God. This past week, I've been running on little sleep, no appetite, caught a nasty cold, causing shortness of breath, heart palpitations, had to go to the ER for tests and IV hydration, but my heart was healed, my soul restored, and now roaring like a lion. I was not going to let this POS of a devil take me down again. The devil is like a mountain lion in my recent experience, my neighbor's rooster is more like the devil, but most of you may better know a mountain lion to be called a cougar here in the Pacific Northwest. Mountain lions detect vulnerabilities in their prey and attack the weakest, the young, the sick, and the injured. First Peter 5.8 reads, the enemy of your hope and happiness hunts with that same instinct with a cold hearted and ruthless hunger for the weak or hurting. Satan prowls like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. And because he's clever, he spends a lot of his time among the suffering. He lies and waits, wanting to consume the fragile and the vulnerable. But Ephesians 6.11 tells us, "...put on the full armor of God, so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes." For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. We must take up the shield of faith, and we can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Romans tells us, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. If you are struggling with something today, whether it's an illness, physical or mental, hurt and pain, feelings of guilt, let your confidence be grounded in something far deeper than any supposed ability of the enemy to have control over it, for my God is sovereign over Satan, the devil does not have a free hand in this world, revelations 2010 says one day the warfare will be over, the devil will be thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone, He will be tormented day and night, forever and ever. Can I get an amen? He will no longer torment you and me because our God is bigger. He's like the Hulk when it comes to his children. He's this nice guy, but when the devil comes to harm us, you better watch out. He will crush you, Satan. Boom! Dear God, we know that when you are with us, we wear your full armor. The devil thinks he is so clever. That he can pray on the weak and the vulnerable, but he is mistaken. How foolish is he to believe that he can have any control over us when you, the God of peace, will crush him. We will no longer be tormented. Nothing can faze us. We can find comfort in knowing that you walk with us every step of the way, Jesus. When we are anxious about something, when we are confused, when we are uncertain of what the future holds, Satan has no place in that. Only you, God. Thank you. Bersinar, kegelapan telah padanya, sujudlah padanya. Наш Бог велик, со мной наш Бог. Chris